Hello everyone, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Amira Abdullahi and I'm your host. I hope you all are doing good, inshallah. Welcome to the finale episode. Alhamdulillah, we've made it the finale of season two. We're on the final episode and inshallah, we'll be moving on to season three at some time with more bigger things coming, inshallah. But right now, this episode, I think it's like my all-time favorite for now. It is my all-time favorite. It's so beautiful. And I have a very, very special guest with me today in this episode you know this guest is my friend my dear friend Samar um she shares a beautiful story of how she went through her son's cancer and all of that and the ups and downs and the hardships that she went through and how Allah was there for her and how Allah was the handheld that never breaks you know he was so firm for her she, she held on to Allah SWT to get through all of this and it's just such a beautiful story and you might cry so get some tissues because you know I started crying as well had tears in my eyes and it gets emotional but it's a happy ending alhamdulillah you do not want to miss out on this episode it's very heart touching you know you will just touch you and every part of it you don't want to miss so make sure you stay to the very end because you don't want to miss a thing because in every part there is a lesson that you can take from and learn from and you can use this episode as well to you know help you get through any test that Allah is putting you through use this episode to learn from it of what Samar did you know she's subhanAllah she's so strong for what she went through she's so strong and honestly an inspiration from me and I'm gonna take this story to my heart and I'm gonna use it I'm gonna use every lesson that I've heard and that she's told me and whatever you know whatever test Allah puts me through I'm gonna think about this and I'm gonna you know just take a step back and you guys will know the lessons I'm not gonna spoil anything but you guys will know it so make sure you take you know take all of this you know in and take some notes if you want to and grab some tissues because it is you're going in for a ride this is such a beautiful episode you don't want to miss i'm so excited alhamdulillah i'm able to do this again thank you so much for coming on i'm so excited like subhanallah you guys don't want to miss out but thank you so much for coming on to the last episode of season two thank you so much for listening thank you so much for any support that you guys for every single like all the support you guys you guys have been giving me by listening to you know my episodes especially season one and now season two is over subhanallah so i just want to thank you guys and you know even share this episode to anyone you know share it to your family your friends this could be benefit this can benefit anyone you know this can benefit anyone you can change someone's life and you can this episode can be an inspiration for them and you can get that sadaqah so make sure you share even to one two three people you let me know and then also let me know what you think about it at the end but yeah so let's get into it hello assalamu alaikum like i said in the intro i have my dear friend here summer if you want to introduce yourself um yes <laughs> hi my name is summer and i am always al god's mom and i here to talk about our journey through his cancer journey yep yep um yes. So like you've been through like so much, you know, and it's a lot of like hardships and a test from Allah SWT and you're yeah. such a strong woman, mashallah. Um, so I want to start from the beginning though, the very beginning. And yeah. I want to talk about how did you feel whenever you first found out you were pregnant with Uwais, that feeling, you know, when you just found out? Yes. Well, Uwais came after three miscarriages and um, uh, by the time like I was pregnant with always at that moment like I knew I wanted to be a mother like something hit me like I wanted to be a mother like my previous miscarriages were 
um like okay i'm pregnant and a miscarriage it's fine but when i was pregnant with always at that like there's something that really hit me like to be a mom and i was enjoying it i had to like quit my job and i'm um, like because I, I was a nurse and i had to like quit my job uh because it was high risk pregnancy and i had to be in bed rest but i enjoyed every single minute of it uh because i knew like i was pregnant with ways at that time i knew inside of me that it was a boy something mm -hmm. just hit me that told me like this is a boy so i was swearing people were like oh you you're pregnant i hope you have this and I have, i'm like no it's a boy it's a boy it's a boy <laughs> and i was swearing like i was confident like i already did my blood test or ultrasound but i was super confident that it was a boy so um yeah it was love by um feeling i guess it's yeah. not love at first sight but it was love at feeling yeah. yeah yeah and it's your first child always is your first yes child. he mm -hmm. is my first child my first love <laughs> yeah mashallah. and also the name always i feel like there's such a big backstory about yes. it i really want to know it's yes. like it's so beautiful yes 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 always um i don't know um always al-qarni he was one of the prophet's companion not companion, but wanted to be a companion. Um, I heard his story on a broadcast uh, when I was 16. And I fell in love. Yeah. I recommend anybody like to Google Awais Al-Qarni. Um, his story, how he had so much respect and so much appreciation for his mom. And he had um, a, some kind of disease um, and he was so humble about it and he did not complain to God and said, why me? He just had um, like long patience and he wanted to uh, to go do a uh, hajj, pilgrimage, and he, <laughs> I can't even talk. Uh, but every time he goes, his mom gets sick and that he stops, he doesn't go. Uh -huh. And he wanted to be one of Muhammad Rasulullah's companions. But he doesn't want to go. He can't go because his mom is sick and she's oh. like, you know, she's in need of him. Mm -hmm. So he used to carry his mom and like like a cat, like oh. people. Like, yeah. So um, Muhammad Rasulullah, he Gibril sent him a wahi about Awais Al-Qarni. Yeah. And oh he told him like he then he told companions Umar Al-Khattab. He told them um, whoever sees uh whoever sees always al-qarni make sure he makes dua for you because all his duas are accepted Whoa, so umar al-khattab after muhammad rasulullah died he would stay on gabal arafa every year waiting for always al-qarni and asking anybody that comes from yemen um and i'm from yemen so he <laughs> he would like ask any like the, the the tribes that come from yemen to do pilgrimage um he would ask uh, until like 10 years later after Muhammad Rasulullah died he said Ana he oh went God. after his mom died so he told him and he was like he looked poor and he had that disease on his face and he looked poor and then, and then he told him um, make dua for me mm -hmm. he was like Anta Umar ibn you are Umar ibn Khattab you make dua for me all right and then he told him and then he was like no take whatever I own and everything just you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he was like come be with me and he was like no I want to be you know I want to be as humble as I am I want so his story I recommend everybody to. I just Mashallah. told you a part a previous of it but yeah 
I fell in love with that story just because he was like how he respected his mom. And I was like, when I have a son, I want him to treat me like Mama that. Boy. But there was always something in my back of my head that tells me, okay, but I don't want him to have a disease or, or some kind of thing that, you know, like him that I would be tested with. Subhanallah. Whoa, no. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to. I love the name no matter what. Subhanallah. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And through Oasis um, cancer journey, that was the first thing that popped in my head. And, and that was the the one one of the things that kept me strong through the whole thing that I knew if I surrendered to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and accepted it and just go with the flow and whatever Allah, you know, yeah. put in this kid's life that I, you know, accept and take. And I knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was not going to leave me alone because yeah. why I named this child the way so I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Like how the disease and like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recommend everybody to, to Google him. Al-Qarni. Subhanallah. Yeah. So, like, going back more, um, I also want you to tell me about the day whenever you first found out, like, Oasis had cancer. It was what we really uh, talked about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So much emotion to that mm-hmm. moment, but I will stay strong. Oasis, um, I was pregnant with my second child. Um, I was eight months pregnant. And Oasis, all of a sudden, he just started um, uh, limping. Um, not limping, but just not eating. And I was like, okay, he's just a child, you know, he's doing his thing. And then one day we went to the park and he was around all his friends. They were all around the swing. And then I see a dog coming and, um, this dog, like he was on a leash with his partner and the leash all of a sudden, um, came out. Cause the dog was just going crazy. He was howling and he was trying to run away. He ran to the playground where the mm-hmm. kids are from all those kids. He went to Oasis and he pushed him. He pushed him to the ground and then he just like flew out from that site and he went to the woods. The owner came and he was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know at that moment. I was so mad. I was so angry. Why would you bring your dog to the playground when there's kids, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He was like, he's never acted like this. I'm so sorry. And I would just go look for him. I'll do it. Always he cried and he got up, but he started limping. He started limping. And then a week later, he had like, he wouldn't walk right. I was like, oh, he probably like sprained his ankle or something. Yeah, Yeah, from that push. So I took him to his doctor to do, they did x-rays. There was nothing wrong with him. But it just kept getting worse. It just kept getting worse. I knew there was something wrong with my child because his like his knees clicked together. They clenched together and he was not walking. He just did not want to eat. And I knew there was something wrong. So I took him from one doctor to another. They did x-rays and then there was nothing wrong. He And then... Wait, before you continue, how old is he then? He was two and a half. Okay. He was two and a half, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, like... By that time, like a month passed, I was now nine months pregnant. He just kept getting worse. He was getting so bad. He couldn't walk. Um, And they diagnosed, he was in the hospital, and then they diagnosed him with uh, juvenile arthritis. And because nothing indicated any kind of, like some kind of disease or anything. 
Um, so they just juvenile arthritis. So they started him on steroids. Um, with Oasis type of cancer, it's called uh, Brickett's Leukemia Lymphoma. Um, it's normally, it's uh, with African Americans, it comes in the jaw. Mm-hmm. And Caucasians, it comes in the kidneys. Oh, okay. In the stomach area. Mm-hmm. And, but it's very aggressive, super aggressive that it duplicates every 24 to 72 hours. It duplicates. And steroids is part of the chemo treatment. Okay. So with Waze, he was already on steroids. So pretty much the cancer was eating him up. He wouldn't sleep at night. He was just being his bones. He was complaining, crying. I used to like, I would never forget that. Like he would like, crying i was like okay you're in pain what should i do but he was like not knowing that the cancer was already like eating up his bones and you guys didn't know either nope he was already in so much pain and um and i was just like okay he's in pain Mm -hmm. um (laughs) sorry (laughs) that's okay and then um a month uh, like it just kept it like you know the stairs was not helping him he just kept getting worse um and then on friday i went october 7th 2020 i went to the hospital i was scheduled for a c-section oh yes and then i always stayed with his dad and i gave birth you know, and I was excited to come back home and maybe Waste was getting better and he's going to see his son and his brother. And uh, and then I was still in the hospital Sunday and then my husband calls me and he's like, I need to take him to the hospital. Not this hospital. We need to take him to a children's hospital, which is Riley Hospital an hour away because he is not getting out of bed. Awesome. He is not moving. He is not himself. And... I feel like we're going to lose him. I was like, go take him. So as soon as he got there, um, he was already sick. So they just treated, like they took him in. And then that day I just got up out of bed. And then I told my mom, take him. Take his hands, okay. I was like to take Sunny, my newborn baby, take him home because I need to go see always. Mm-hmm. So I just left the hospital. My doctor's like, I was not getting discharged. I needed one more day to stay because uh, I had some kind of complications on my uh, my pregnancy and during surgery. I told the doctors, no, I need to leave. My son needs me. He needs me. I need to leave. They were like, well, you're going out of our will and you have to sign something. I was like, I'll Mm -hmm. sign anything. So I gave my baby to my mom and I had my dad come and take me to Indianapolis, which is an hour away from where I gave birth. And then as soon as I went there, I knew there was something wrong. I knew there was something wrong. Because the doctors looked the way they were looking at me. By that time, everything like it, it indicated. It was just a matter of like proven fact. 
they took him to do an ultrasound and then the technician just right away because like i said it was very aggressive and this kid was already on steroids so the cancer was like oh they're shooting me with the small guns and need to double more so by the time Oase was diagnosed, um, he it was already metastasized to all his body and his oh. organs. Um, so they just sat us down and they said, your son has cancer. Yeah. So yeah, that's how we found out that he has cancer. Um, so moving on to the next question, what impact did Oasis Cancer have on your Iman and your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Like, did it lessen it or did it even increase it? Like, what was that relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Uh, subhanallah, you know, Allah only gives you what you can handle. You think you can handle, you cannot handle it. Like, if I had, if somebody came and told me, your son at this age, is going to be diagnosed with this disease that we all know that it's either death or life sentence of pain and you know mm-hmm. cancer is it's cancer is not the killing part it's the treatment that's the killing part mm-hmm. so it's you know so if somebody came and told me that i would definitely say there's no way i'm gonna handle that no now you know mm-hmm. even thinking about it i used to see like commercials for san joe's and things i used to flip the channel you know because i don't want to see no kid and, yeah. and my heart couldn't even bear looking at kids with sick when i did my inter my sh- internship at the pediatric unit i used to cry putting needles in children so i yeah. would not imagine like anything that unbearable um but subhanallah like i said only god can give you what you can handle you don't know what you can handle you don't not want to test your limits because only god knows what's your limits so at that moment when they told me your son has cancer any typical mom at that moment would see darkness Mm -hmm. physically you will be abused mentally you'll be abused um uncontrollable beats would come your way but subhanallah subhanallah my husband he passed out when they told us that he just fainted yeah he fainted do you know that saying that says the the world is on your shoulder yeah that's exactly how i felt because i knew my husband is not gonna be strong enough to stand up for my son my son was looking at us from his bed when they were telling us that and I looked at him, I knew I could not shed a tear because it would get him scared because yeah. he already saw his dad and the doctors. I just I knew I just closed my eyes and I said, La hawla wa la illa billah. and I told the doctors, what's next? Yeah. yeah, I just told him what's next. I know there's something they were like, well, we're going to have to move you to the oncology unit. We're going to have to do biopsy. So they went on and on and on. I did not hear none of that. I just, I was just looking at my son and knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would take care of him because subhanallah at that moment, Musa alayhi salam came to my mind. 
how his mom put him in the river, not knowing where she's going to send him to either death or to rescue or to think she just, you know, did what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told her and she trusted in his judgment. At that moment, that's what I felt. It's mm-hmm. not my, my, I'm not saying I'm a power woman or I'm a strong, no, that's very, no, 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 subhanAllah. If I didn't have trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I would have been weak at that moment. I would have cried and that's it, it's the end of the world. No, second opinion, you know what I mean? Yeah. But subhanAllah, يعني, you can, when you ask somebody that went through trials and, and, you can like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts you in the trials, but he he has the package that comes with it. Yeah. That comes with it. That either, you know, you're gonna handle this. Um so subhanahu wa ta'ala, like I never questioned like why me? Yeah, like why, why my why child? Do this? this is my first born child, you know. He for two years, for two years, we everybody that knows me and my husband knows that we like how we spoiled him how we were so obsessed with him mm-hmm. like i would not his clothes were organic clothes his yeah. food um you know his food i would not give him just take care of him like him yeah i would not even put his food in a, a, the microwave because to avoid radiation oh my god yeah. yes i wow. his no juice no candy no sugars um his food was a certain point no no going out at this time because the sunlight I was trying to protect him, thinking that I would save him. You're in control of him. That um, like I, it's it's me who's gonna make you living, and it's me who's gonna make you know. So I felt like at that moment, Subhanallah. After the fact, you realize, like I, you question yourself, like like you come to a conclusion to know. No, Allah was telling me. He put him in there to tell me, "Hey, you, who the hell do you think you are? You know, who do you think you are?" like you can protect him i'm the protector you know i'm the one who gave him to you i provided the life i provided the life for him mm-hmm. all you had to do was just you know take care of him in a normal way but we were going above and beyond like we were obsessed with like everybody that knew like if he would get a fever oh my god we would take him to three different hospitals oh my, yeah 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 i'm telling you it was it was especially my husband he mm-hmm. was so obsessed with him so that was why it was very hard for him too yeah it was the greatest test from allah just yeah test for you. yeah so subhanallah at that time i was i was just like trying to be strong and i was like not trying to like cry because a lot of you know a lot of things come in my mind like i w- at that moment subhanallah amira at that moment i was <laughs> I was thinking of everything that I learned when people go into trials. That Allah Subhanahu wa Taala put them into tests and things. What is the way to handle it? You know. Uh, so I was like, okay, okay. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, "Say la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah." Yeah. You know, it would increase your iman. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, um, uh, "A lot of istighfar." So I was like, you know, I was He's looking, searching, thing. Look, Alhamdulillah, Allah malak alhamd. I had iman in my heart. Alhamdulillah. You know, Allah malak alhamd. I felt like that was the only thing that I that I needed to hold on to have my son survive. Not Allah. the medicines. Wallah al-Azim, Wallah al-Azim. I did not believe in. 
as a medical profession, I knew what they were giving. They called them nuclear weapons. Yeah, the doctors what? that gave my son the chemo, they were like, whatever we're going to give your son, a grown-up cannot handle. Whoa. But ch- but children but children they're resistant and this is the only this is the only regime that you that that needs to solve his disease. No matter where you go, so I was like, oh no, I'm gonna go to St. John's. No, I'm gonna fly him this way. I'm gonna fly him. Go take him this way. They were like, no matter where you go, this is the only regime that would go for this type of cancer. Yeah, to help him. You know, it's just a matter of how, like, who's gonna treat him. Mm-hmm. It's you're gonna go to St. John's, you're gonna go Riley, you're gonna go Children's Hospital in Detroit, you're gonna do that. They're all gonna require the nuclear weapons. Do they call it that? Nuclear they call weapons? their nuclear weapons. Yeah, because they were, they were. They would give him the the treatment. He would be, and he would, he to the point they have to sedate him so that he because they're ready. They already like maxed all the painkillers, so they have to like sedate him, so he does not go through the pain. And so he would be in ICU, like chemo, ICU, and then as soon as his body recovers from the chemo, ten days, and then they shoot him again for eight months straight. Oh. So it was just like hit miss hit miss. And the first two months was the most aggressive because the chemo came in to attack his whole entire living body. So in front, body. My, in my front of my eyes, he was unbearable. Like he was unlivable. Like he was just a soul on a bed. To see your child go through that sickness, it was very hard, but... I knew that I have to hold on to something. And the only thing that I knew to hold on to was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when they give him the medicine, I would do adhkar, I would do dua. And I tell the, the nurse, please give me a second. I hold the chemo as it's in the IV. I hold it and I say, bismillah, bismillah, yeah. bismillah, bismillah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was told, okay, seven times to say al-fatiha. You know, everything that I know that was in the Quran, I didn't Google how to be humble, how to be that, how to to take the treatment. No, I just, subhanAllah, in my head, I just needed to just sit there and like, how do I treat this in an imanic way? SubhanAllah. When he would get coded every night, like he would get very bad at nighttime, doctors come in and they just do CPR on him and all that. And I'm just seeing my son like going away. I just, I just step out and, or at that moment, I just, and then I just trust Allah. I, I just make dua. I'm like, Yo Allah, you gave him to me. Just whatever you want. You want to take him? Just let me handle it. Mm-hmm. You want to leave him? Please leave him to me. I just surrendered. I surrendered. And, you know, it, I surrendered to Allah. And as soon as you surrender to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's, he's going to trust you just have to trust them so I, they're like they're on him and i'm there on the floor making rukur mm-hmm. to just for allah i'm like they're not gonna do nothing allah you're gonna do something please yeah so uh, iman yeah subhanallah <laughs> thank you
sorry, so I was getting pretty emotional. <laughs> sorry. No, don't be sorry. Um, so you said like you had your second child and you gave him to your mom. Yes. Whenever you went to the hospital for waste. Yes. What role did your second child's name was Salim, right? Salim. Salim. Yes. What role did he play in all of this? And like, I want to know the backstory of his name as well because oh. I know like, ugh, subhanallah. just tell subhanallah, me about that. Subhanallah. Um, like I said, you don't connect the dots until after the fact. <laughs> and um, Salim, he played a major, major, major role. This little insect or like tiny bean um, did not do nothing, but he played a major role. Simple as by his name, Salim. Salim, what does it mean? Like peace. Yeah, like peace. Like Salim, like, you know, when, uh, like, if you break a glass, mm-hmm. like in Arabi, if, like, if something is like, like you got hit or like, you got scratched or something. They're like, oh, it's Salima. You know, Salim, Salim. I need. It's fine. It's fine. It's going to be fine. It's yeah, okay. it's like it's like oh, somebody pampering you and telling you, tapping on your back. It's fine. It's fine. Salim, Salim. I need Salim. It's fine. Don't worry. It's okay. Yeah. So Salim's name, I did not name him that day. I named him when he was five months in my stomach before I even knew that I had a boy. Uh, Backtrack, yes, (laughs) subhanAllah. And how did I get that name? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent it to me. And then after all all this, that was a message from Allah. That was one of the things that I knew Oasis was going to be better. I knew Oasis is going to be Salim. I knew Oasis is going to be fine because Allah sent me the message a month, month, months before. Mm -hmm. It was during Ramadan. And I was in the, the, we have like a, we had like a small prayer room. It was during COVID. Um, and so we had like, we built our own little mosque to pray. So I was in that little area uh, praying. And then I was reading Quran. And then I was, I was reading uh, You know, yeah. like those who come with, Sit, uh, pure hearts or uh, hearts that are okay they're fine I was reading it reading it reading it like I'd never seen it before I was so attracted to it mm-hmm. so attracted I was just kept reading the name Salim 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 subhanallah I was mesmerized with it unpredictable like how I was just like in love with an ayah and then my husband was in the kitchen and I was just screamed out i was like salman i swear he was like what what's wrong i was like i swear i was like i swear wallahi al-azim if i have a boy in my stomach i'm gonna name him salim just like that just like that and then he was like okay fine fine whatever just why are you screaming and i was like no i was so like admin about it i was like super about compassion like i had it i was like that's it that's salim and his name was Salim and he was in and my he had stomach. A boy. And they told me I had I like I went for an ultrasound two weeks later. They told me I have a boy. I was like, oh okay. And I still have inside of me a feeling with always I had one hundred percent feeling it's a boy. Okay. With Salim, I was eh, I think it's a girl. Blah, blah, blah. But I knew if it's a boy, I'm gonna name him Salim. Mm-hmm. So when they gave him to my arms, I was like, It's Salim, it's Salim. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, I was like, Salim, 
not knowing the, the meaning of it. I was not looking at the meaning of it. I was looking, oh, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that moment made me so attracted to the ayah. Why, 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 why? Mm -hmm. And then I loved, loved the name Salim. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a cute boy name. Yeah. You know? So I was like, oh. I'm pregnant. I was like, Salman, I swear, if it's a boy in my stomach, I am calling him name. His name is Salim. Done deal. Done. It's yeah. done deal. He was like, okay, fine. He was, because his name is Salman. So he's like, oh, okay. Salim Salman. He, so like, oh, he does me, okay. Yeah. So he was okay with it. Yeah. Um, But subhanAllah, like I said, I my mom, you know, my parents lived in Michigan and they came to Indiana to my mom and my dad while I was giving birth, not knowing they're going to stay in Bloomington for six months. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Oh. So my parents, like, oh, they, oh. my parents, they're, 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 you know, there, I'm very speechless because if it wasn't for my parents, I don't know where was like, subhanAllah, like my parents gave out their life. My dad gave out his work, my mom, her lifestyle, her everything. Like they left their house, their children, their, you know, everything, everything. And they came and they stayed with me so they can just keep Salim here for support to support and to be close to me during my journey with Oasis while I was in the hospital with Oasis and it was during Corona it oh. was during Corona and the hospital only allowed one parent to stay yes. with the with the you know the child and I just I I had surgery and then the doctors they were fighting with the board like you know the hospital board administration you know mom cannot do physical work dad needs to be here for physical mom needs to be here for emotional mm -hmm. you know both parents need to be with this yeah. child they were like no if you excuse this one we have to excuse and corona you know how people was crazy about corona and they thought oh if they brought another parent and everybody would be diagnosed with corona but and then they were like okay you can go home and he can i was like don't tell a mom to go home right and leave her child behind in the most difficult time. difficult time of her own child you think if i go home i'm gonna rest right it's like no right rest. now i'm gonna be miserable physically but when i go home it's gonna be physical and mental don't tell me to go home i'm staying with my child mm -hmm. they were like well you know your child needs physical work he can't walk and the only way to get that chemo out of him when we give it to him, he needs to like, you know, somebody put, take him up and move him around. So, you know, to excrete the chemo, he needed to poop it out. And I was like, don't worry about that. I remember I went inside the bathroom and I just like pulled up my stitches. So I don't feel like anything like holding me back. Whoa. Were you even allowed to do that? Do you have to keep it in, right? At that moment, I was on the flight, fight and flight situation. Yeah. Like, it, it, you know, it, I did not feel nothing. I didn't feel nothing. Mm -hmm. Postpartum, I, I felt it six months after Oasis was chemo-free. Mm -hmm. I did not feel nothing. I just had, I pulled them out. So I don't feel like there's stitches in my stomach when I pick him up like something is holding me 
you know, I wanted to be as free as possible. You wanted to be possible. there for him and support yeah. him. Yeah. And I would like take him up, I pick him up and then I put him on the bike because subhanAllah, he couldn't walk. But for some reason, he if I put him on a tricycle, he would ride the tricycle. So I put him on the tricycle. So the hospital gave him a tricycle. I put him on the tricycle and he rides the tricycle and I pull his IV lines and we just walk and like oh. go around the hospital like three or four times so he can move, he circulate or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Salim, I couldn't back to Salim. <laughs> Unfortunately, I couldn't breastfeed him because I was. They told me like, your 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 next year son, and we're giving him chemo. You want to give your other son a chemo too because your breathing, your breathing. Oh. You know, we don't know how oh. much chemo you're getting because. And you could give that to Salim as well. Yeah. So I was I was like it was a hard decision because it was I breastfed him for almost two years two years plus and I felt like there goes another thing. Like I did not see this child because as soon as we went to the hospital and he always was diagnosed, I couldn't leave the hospital because of corona. And he was there. He needed to stay in the hospital. It's not like, okay, go in the hospital, bring do chemo and come out. No, we were there the whole time. So for six months straight, I did not see Salim. And he was just a newborn, right? He was a newborn. My so mom took care of him as an infant. Um, yeah, wow. I did not get to enjoy him. I didn't get to do the... You know, skin to skin. Yeah. I didn't, you know, see his umbilical cord coming out. I didn't give him his first bath. I wasn't the one to see him, you know. His first word wasn't even mama. His first word was dada. <laughs> um, but my mom would send me pictures of him. And that was my light, you know. I would see one in the bed and one, and I would just like sit and imagine how would they play together and how would always take care of his baby brother. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, making hopes in my mind and putting plans. Like I would take them swimming together. I would do this. I would give my life for them too. I would not do anything. I would not eat and drink or even sleep. I would just sit and watch them two together. I would show away pictures of his brother. He doesn't even know his brother. You know, he knew I was pregnant with a baby and he knew he was expecting a brother, but how did you take him out and when? But he was, he was, Salim was our our healer mm-hmm. to through the this whole journey. Yeah. yeah a mercy probably sent from Allah. The, oh yeah. Allah. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Allah could have given me a girl. Allah could have given me another way of like, you know, comfort at yeah. that time. But as powerful as like I gave you another soul to take care of your soul that I already gave you. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
another test from him as well. Yes, like a test, like your heart is away and your heart is in. Your heart is here, your heart is out. Mm -hmm. You don't know where to put yourself. Just see how you treated away those couple years, first years of, of his life. You don't have that control with your other one. Yeah. Who's guiding him? Who's protecting him? Yeah, your parents and everything. But they're loving him. Until this day, they're obsessed with him. <laughs> That's their baby. Like, till this day, they're obsessed with him. And when I went to get him back, it was the hardest thing for my parents um. to give him back to me. <laughs> but, subhanAllah, it was a test, but like they say sour and sweet yeah bittersweet and all that yeah you know allah has reason for everything subhanallah subhanallah it just makes you stronger and stronger after the fact you say you start connecting yourself that's why anybody like i talk to that goes like through i'm like listen don't judge your iman at that moment don't judge yourself at that moment mm -hmm. of the of the trials just let it be just go with the flow just it's already planned. It was supposed to happen. It was yeah. supposed to happen. It's whatever you, it's it's gonna go with it. Mm -hmm. The package is packaged. When you have something delivered to your house, it comes in a box. Already, yeah. It comes in a box. It does not come all pieces by pieces. Today you're gonna get this, tomorrow right. you're gonna get that. Yeah. No, everything comes in a box. So subhanAllah, Allah already put everything for you in a box. You just open it. No matter what your trial is. Just open your heart for it. Mm -hmm. Open that box. Treat that box. Treat that box as a gift from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Yeah. Treat yeah. that. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's annoying guest that came to your house. A guest yeah. that you do not want, but your morals tell you you can't kick that guest out. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Your morals tell you. Hi, you know, do that two face, be like nice, yeah, yeah, be nice. Like, oh, when are you gonna leave? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But this is a guest from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. How are you gonna treat that guest with istighfar, with trust, with Allah, with prayers, with duas, with adkar, and everything? Trust that Allah would take that guest out of your way. Yeah, by himself. Too. Yeah, Subhanallah. So that package, that package came with already plan things what's gonna happen in your trial yeah so don't think oh if i do this is gonna make it better oh don't think oh if i do this is gonna make it help it no 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 no, no. let it be Go with the flow. after the fact after that package is open and done and deal then you're gonna say oh i see why i got that previous email telling me yeah. your package is coming at that time oh now i know why it was delayed two days yeah. Oh, now I know why my flight didn't happen. Oh, now I know why there was a thunderstorm. Yeah, it just comes piece by piece. Then just... you're going to know, oh, Allah was trying to protect me from this. Oh, Allah knew I can hint. Mm -hmm. The worst case scenario, death. Death. Somebody, you know, Allah's testing you with death in your family or somebody, your loved ones. Subhanallah, subhanallah. You're just thinking about it. You think it's the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, if something happens to that person, it's the end of the world. But Wallah al when it happens, something in your heart is going to come. That it's going to make you so relax. The peace. The, the peace in your mind. That's why subhanAllah in the Quran says, 
you know, العبد إذا أبتلاه الله what what is the first thing that if he says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to make him one of his uh, first people to go to Jannah لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم Subhanallah if you say that ayah the first thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying it's like you're telling Allah لا حول لي I don't have no control over this anything yeah you lead you take the wheel you lead Allah you lead you let it be I'm just here as a passenger. Mm-hmm. I'm just here as a human being. You're closer to me than my own skin. So you know what I can handle, what my blood boils to what level, you know? So you tell me, you tell me, Ya Allah, just trust in him. You want to cry? It's okay, cry. You want to like sit there and like, you know, close your doors and not talk to people because you don't want people to see your emotions. It's okay, but don't beat yourself. To that trial, because who are you? Mm-hmm. Who Stop are you? Control. It's that the end of the world. The only the end of the world is if you die. Mm-hmm. Then that's when your trials are done. Yeah, because you moved on to the next life. That, that, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Subhanallah. Yeah. So would that be like an advice you'd give to others who are going through like the same experience or same else? experience or any from the simplest, like not passing an exam to the hardest to death of a loved one. Mm. Wallah al-Azim, an advice that I would give everybody, it's treat that as a guest from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, annoying guest annoying guest or a package that you came to you by accident mm-hmm. just treat it that way open it you either like it or don't your heart even there's trials stuff that you think you want you think mm-hmm. you're this is what oh i got what i want but it ends up being bad to you mm-hmm. So subhanallah, you think this package that you brought, oh yes, I got this, what I ordered, I got perfect, ah, doesn't fit. Right. You know what I mean? Oh my God, oh my God, those headphones don't fit my ears or this dress does not, or this, yeah, it's not, exactly. You know what I mean? But I want it, this is what, I got what I want, but there's something wrong with it. It's good for you. It's fine. And even if it comes up bad, but it actually turns out to be good for you. Yeah. The end. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Every you. The later. It doesn't matter. Today, tomorrow, month, years. You're gonna connect the dot. You're gonna connect the dot to know why this happened to you. Yeah. You're gonna say, "Oh, okay. That that that's what's that's why this is why." Subhanallah. You're just gonna sit there and just mesmerize and open your eyes you're just gonna stare blank to the sky and say no wonder why that happened and it's also like whenever something good happens you say alhamdulillah yeah something bad happens you also still say alhamdulillah yeah because you don't know what's bad we don't know what's good and bad till this day we did so many trials like the doctors they they do not know why always got cancer it's not genetic because they did genetic work my side of the family my husband's side of the family no nobody ancestors think nobody got cancer mm-hmm. so as a child it was like 
a heartbreaker for everybody because it was like our first like alarming mm -hmm. you know and it was a child till now we don't know why it always got cancer i looked i searched i did so many research i did so many um surveys and that to know to know about this brickets leukemia okay maybe i did this maybe i did that is it i was beating myself like okay maybe i did this and caused him this there's nothing nothing that you anybody could cause him to do this to mm -hmm. go through this stop beating yourself stop 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 you're not in control you don't know maybe now i know i saw subhanallah like i would this one person through my i till now i did not meet wallah al-azim is dr khalid till now i didn't meet oh, but subhan meet? i didn't meet him okay but he's a friend of a friend mm -hmm. he lives in michigan um he heard of Oasis story and he got a hold of me and and he was an, he's an um old page uh, like oncologist for older people mm -hmm. and he just like he was the one holding my hand through this whole thing even over though you the didn't phone. meet him i i still did not meet him till now wow. subhanallah wallah alazim but he was the one telling me your son is going to save lives your son is going through this to do this just hang on what a story. Wallah al he was like, your son is going to save lives. Yeah. Your son is going through this to do this. Your son, one day he's going to hold somebody's hand like you are holding his hand right now. Your son, your son, your son, your son, your son. He, he even like did like a sadaqa gariya, mm -hmm. a well for Oasis. Really? In a Pakistan. Well? Yeah. Oh, subhanAllah. That's cool. Yeah. Under Oasis name. And then wow. he said it to me and he was like, see, I told you your son is going to start saving lives. Oh, subhanAllah. Wallah al Like he was our guiding angel. Allah SubhanAllah. Wallah. SubhanAllah. Yani, subhanallah. So maybe, maybe Awais went through this journey right now mm -hmm. to for something that's going to be planned for him later on yeah. in his life. To enter Jannah, inshallah, in the future. Maybe to Jannah, you know, inshallah to Jannah. Maybe, maybe there's something like even bigger in the future. Bigger for know. him, you know, that he needs to go through this to be more humble. Like subconsciously. Yeah, and like, yeah. God knows, up, God knows what he's, he's holding. Throughout his whole journey, I was there. I was thinking, I was debating, should I like write everything that he's going through? Should I take pictures? Should I document everything mm -hmm. so I can keep it for him? remember because they were telling me oh he's not gonna remember any of this and that i was like alhamdulillah he had it young so i'm gonna i'm gonna like خلص, forget it it's gonna be between me and myself yeah he's gonna grow up not knowing what he went through but then the way he was suffering the way he was pooping blood the way he was coughing the way he was his colors changed his face his like everything everything he he was just a total total different human being mm -hmm. i was like no he, i need to document all this i need to take pictures because this kid one day he's gonna be 16 as a teenager he's gonna come and complain mom my friend did this mom <laughs> i can't handle this mommy this is too hard mama this is too painful yeah. then Should i can look at this 
you went you through, went through yeah. this who the heck do you think you are complaining yeah. you went through this nobody my age or older could have handled this but you did it but you did it you think this is gonna make you back down you think this is painful you think what you're going through right now it's life you already witnessed life itself as a young age stand up for yourself yeah he need i need i need him because i believe something something is gonna ha like something is gonna bring back his younger age when he's older age mm -hmm. and i need proven yes yeah. and i need documents to prove it to him mm -hmm. that's how i feel i need documents to prove to him that this is where you are right now maybe i don't know maybe he's i don't care maybe a doctor maybe i don't care as long as he's holding somebody's hand to pay back what he went through mm -hmm. And he needs documents to 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 prove to him, physically and mentally. Yeah, you know, some people agreed with me. No, haram. Why are you gonna you know bring back memories? Alhamdulillah, he didn't have to yeah. think. But I was like, no, Allah put us for trials for a reason. Just because he's the a message behind it. Exactly. Just because he's a young age. Yeah. Okay, so going on to the last question, I want to. I feel like a lot of my listeners also want to know what's going on now, like a life update. Like, how's Uwais now? Like, how's he doing so much better than how old is he now? Like, how many, like, you know, just like a whole life update. I just want to know. Uwais, alhamdulillah, Allahumma lak alhamd. May Allah protect him and guide him to the right path and save him from any harm Ameen. and to protect him, Ya Rab, all children of Islam world Ameen. and all Muslimin, Ya Rab. Um, Alhamdulillah, he is in good condition now. Allahumma lak alhamd. Um, he he has three more years to be cancer free. Mm -hmm. To be no, he's now cancer free. Alhamdulillah, he's in remission. Allahumma lak alhamd. Um, but he has three more years to be considered cure from cancer. Mm -hmm. Inshallah, he'll make it there. Inshallah, inshallah, he will. He will. I have. I'm. I'm confident. Alhamdulillah. Allahumma lak alhamd. Mm -hmm. He's gonna get there. Uh, now he's just a normal kid. You see him, yeah? yeah. He's playing. It's Whoever so sees him yeah. and just you know, nobody knows his like what this kid went through. Like, I he started school and then I had like to tell his social worker and and his teacher because he had anxiety uh -huh. because for like this kid. He was two and a month, two and a half, until he had his third third year birthday in the ICU. His best friends are doctors and nurses. His wow. uh, mom, dad, doctor, nurses. That's oh, all he knows. Yeah. yeah, until he was four. So that's all he knows. And it was Corona, so he did not even see anybody else in the hospital. Yeah. He would not have social thing. They would give him art therapy in his room. They would give him music therapy in his room. They would give him his toys in his room. Yeah, like no social. No social. So when he started, to, like, and I, when he came out, and I, I wanted it to, like, to be as normal as possible, to, like, his child. His immunity was okay, but I still, I wanted him to be as normal as any children. So I was, so I sent him to school for pre-kindergarten, and then I had, I felt like, you know, I need them to know you know just in case to help him you yeah. know 
or to add, like why he would be just in the corner and not talk Aww, to anybody. Yeah. Um, and they just they were so surprised. They were like, "No way, him!" I was like, "Yeah." They were like, "I was like," and then I showed them pictures of how he was during his thing, and mm-hmm. they just like they just cried, cry their eyes out because yeah. they were like. What did this kid go through? Yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible what this little human being went through. And look at him right now. And I was like, see, I'm looking at him right now. And I'm just, you know, being very optimistic by just looking at him right now. You know, Mm -hmm. I used to see him and think it's the end of the world. Now I see him like this and I know there is world coming after it. It's a new beginning. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, yeah, and he's doing so much better. And I don't know, like I said, Iman through this whole journey, it's the number one rule. Um, when Awais was going through all this and through the journey of it, it's nothing in, I can say to explain. Maybe people that went through the same trial, like they know what chemo does to the human body. Cancer was not the threat. It was the treatment that was the trap. Because... You're just killing everything inside of you to start with. To be so, every time I see him in his bed, I see my child like intubated in the ICU, screaming and calling for pain. Mommy, mommy, mommy! And I used to cry. Wallah, I used to think, Ya Allah, what did this kid do in life? You know, Allah put us to trials to test our iman. Yeah. Allah puts us to think to to clear our mistakes in their past. Right, yeah. Allah did think and at that moment I was like even little kids Allah can put them through trials. But then I was like no there is no way. Wallahi the whole time through Oasis journey I was swearing that there is no way Oasis was going through pain. He's mimicking it. He's um. he's uh, he's doing a great job acting. Mhm. So I'm the one who was going, going through the, the trial. Yeah, the it was my eyes. Allah was showing me because when Allah tests you through your own child, that's the worst trial you can ever go through. Yeah. So Allah was testing me. He was not testing Awais. Awais, I, I called so many shuyukh and I was like, is he feeling pain? Is he, is he, you know, is it my test or is it his test? And think, I was like, I don't think he's feeling pain. Yeah. I don't think he's feeling pain. It's me who's feeling the pain. He's showing me this pain so I can be in pain. So my test can be harder. Yeah, on your email. But I know he's not in pain. So I was telling myself, no, 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 he's good. Inside of him, he's good. He's not in pain. He's not in pain. Ya Allah, he's not in pain. I'm the one who's in pain. To just calm myself down. To like know that it's a test in my eyes. It's not a test for a waste. So always, always, if you be optimistic to any trials, optimistic and just look at it in a different angle look it's hard it's easy said than done but wallah al-azim wallah al-azim and i swear that if you are going through trials and you look at it in an optimistic way through allah's way and just trust allah's path and let it be it's gonna be so much easy mm-hmm. it everything it's gonna get smoother and better Allah's gonna squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it really hard. It's gonna get really tough. It's gonna get really, really, really bad. When it rains, it pours. Mm-hmm. It's either good or bad. It either can make what? Plants, water the plants, 
water the everything outside give the water is good or bad mm -hmm. yeah or it can be like lakes that can cause hurricanes right right tsunamis exactly so but when it rains it pours really good so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he puts a try he squeezes and he makes it harder and hard and hard 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 until you say okay 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 okay, okay allah yeah let, 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 let go let go let go let, <laughs> yeah. go let go let go okay i feel the pain okay i'm okay you're good yeah allah and you're right yeah 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 allah you're right i'm wrong okay yeah and then allah loosens that up subhanallah allah then loosens it up and then you see the end of the tunnel yeah that also reminds me of uh, Musa alayhi salam when he got to the um like the sea yes. and like he saw through the test whenever like Pharaoh's armies was behind him yeah and he didn't know where to go just the Red Sea in front of him yeah so he just looked through Allah's test and then the sea just split yeah. and just opened he just walked because he trusted him. Allah trusted put him, him in there like yeah Allah told me to go there you know so it has to be for a reason it has to be for a reason I'm gonna go through the river mm -hmm. I have to like there's no way there's no other, other way. way to go yeah you know there's not I seventy five or ninety six <laughs> no it's just Straight. one way highway. Yeah. So I have to go that way, mm -hmm. you know, okay. just go through the tunnel, go through it. And then there is light in the end of the tunnel, no matter what, subhanAllah. So I was just waiting for the end of the tunnel through the whole journey. I was just waiting until I hold my infant and then I hold always together. And then, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, it was, it was there. But like I said, when Allah was squeezing it, when I surrendered to Allah 100%, not 99.9%, .9%, 100% I was content. Mm -hmm. And I believed in it in my heart. And I surrendered to Allah. And I said, because it always got really, 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 really bad. And then I surrendered to Allah. And I told him, Ya Allah, you want to take him? It's okay, take him. Mm -hmm. Just make it easy on me. Let me be able to handle it. Let me be able to handle this pain. And then as soon as I said that, and I believed in it, and I said, it's okay to let go of always. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it so much easier. Mm -hmm. The second I, I believed, it's okay to let go of your own side. Yeah. Trust in Allah. Let go. Let go. Because it came to that point where they were like, we don't know what else to do. Yeah. You know, we just it's a waiting game with always. He was in every service there is in the hospital. Nobody, he did not go by the book. He was the worst case scenario for everybody there. Doctors were humble and everything on him. Like, what is going on? And then I was like, Allah, khalas. You want to take him? Take him. Take him, but please let me handle it. Mm -hmm. You know how much he means to me. Just let me handle it. And I'm okay with whatever you choose. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Believe it or not, I used to say, Wallah, I'm okay. I'm talking to Allah, yeah. but I'm saying, Wallah, I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? As yeah. the second person. Yeah. But it came to that point. But as soon, Wallah, I felt it in me. Oasis treatments were, you know, the third, the fourth, where I'm already used to it. I'm already like, you know, um, I already know like okay what to do i was being more like happier and you know i had more Satisfied. energy yes i had more energy no always we're gonna do this no get out of bed now yeah no i never used to see him in bed like i used to hate him in bed i used to take him off bed put the games on the floor 
even he wasn't like really like bad and pain and thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. Get up. We're going to get up. We're going to do this. You know, I was being, you had faith. Yeah. I had faith and I knew that I had to be the rock bottom for him. Mm-hmm. I can't just sit there and look at him. Subhanallah, Allah gave me that energy. Yeah. You know, after Allah the, after gave, yes, Allah gave me that energy. Allah told me, no, he's going to be better. He's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to go through this. Yeah. It's okay. Go through it. Yeah. Also, I feel like it was a test from Allah as well, saying to like detach from Rasan and not be too attached to anybody else but yes. Allah. Because, like you said before, you were like making sure like he took the best care. You couldn't let his food be in the microwave. You were like getting so attached to Uwais. But this it just told you just to be attached to Allah and exactly. nobody else. Exactly. I was avoiding putting his food in the microwave because I thought I'm the one who's protecting him from cancer radiation. Yeah. We used to, my sister's kids, when they were mm-hmm. together, you know, when him, they used to give their kids candy. I'm like, no, 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 don't give away, please. They were like, let him be a child. Yeah. You know, let him be. And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. I treat my child the way you treat your child that way. Yeah. You know, whatever. We have our different ways. Now, Salim, eat from the dirt. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Your immunity is going to get better. At the, yeah. That's yeah. Right, yeah. I'm like, you want to eat from the dirt? Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm just, who am I to protect you? Yeah. All I have to do is to know what's right and bad, yeah. what's right and good. And the rest is up to Allah. Yeah, what makes me think this candy, one piece of candy, is gonna cause you having gravities in your in your teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, you're not the protector. No, you are nothing. Nothing. Plan simple. You are nothing without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's it. Yeah. He he created you, he created something else to help you. He created you. He created your mom. He created your daddy. He created your kids. You you were just a, a being that he used you, basically, yeah. to put a, another human in that in this world. Mm-hmm. Out, this, pop this yeah, person and out. Yeah. I did not see it that way. I thought I was I was his guiding angel. Yeah. yeah. You know. So I thought no. I had to do. I was. Astaghfirullah, I was his guide. Like I, oh, it was my duty to guide it and to be, to tell him left and right, yeah. good and bad. Subhanallah, Wallah al Azim. It was just, it was over like too much. Then I felt like no, Allah was Subhanallah. And maybe this was the reason. Maybe not. I don't know. But this is how I see it. These are the things I tell myself to increase my iman. Mm-hmm. You know. It's okay. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know why Allah put you in that trials, but Allah's putting you through the trials to increase your iman. He's not doing doing it quite frank. Like you're gonna go through this to go through this, and to be a Muslim, you have to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's no, just... it's you. It's you who to choose. Like, okay, Allah's putting me this so I can be a better person. Yeah. Allah's putting me through this so I can stay away from this thing. It's how you see Allah. If you see Him, He's doing it for something good. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, and subhanAllah, and also what I want to add to is astaghfar. Al astaghfar, that's the magic. That's a magic. I, whoever listens to me right now, if you want anything in this life, do astaghfar. Astaghfar. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Like you want to do it 1,000 times a day. Mm-hmm. Wallah. Do it in the niya for whatever you want, and watch it's going to happen. Uh, okay. Watch. Okay, inshallah. Wallah, I swear by it. 
I swear by it. Astaghfar. I used to astaghfar 2,000 times a day. In the niyyah that Allah is going to protect my son. Mm-hmm. Believe in whatever you want to believe in. <laughs> you know. Well, that's what happened to you. That's what happened to me. Yeah. I believed in the astaghfar. Maybe it can help somebody else. Inshallah. You know. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody that goes through the trial, they hold on to something. I don't care if you're atheist. I don't care if you're Christian. I don't care if you're Jew. You're holding on to something that goes to what? One thing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. God. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You're holding to one faith. Everybody that was in the hospital was holding on to one thing. I see people praying, you know, to whatever they were praying to. I know it was Allah. Mm-hmm. They were praying to Allah. Yeah. Subhanallah. You know, my son had cancer. He would be in the ICU. To make myself feel better and to come back and thank Allah from my heart, I used to go step out of his room and go around and see other kids yeah. that has seizures, lifetime-threatening diseases heart defects, yeah. all those kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then I say, Alhamdulillah. I come back and I see my son like he's in good condition. Yeah. All right, so I think that is it. I think we've finished with all the questions. Now, if you want something else to add. Yeah. Um, um I just want to add like through this whole surprise journey that I went through um, two years ago, I just wanted to like give a shout out to everybody. God, I don't know who's going to hear this broadcast, but just in case somebody that hears it, that knows the story and was there throughout my journey, I want to thank every single one from the deep inside of my heart, um, from the doctors to the nurses, to the families, to the friends, to the unknown people that I don't know until this day that gave me phone calls to those packages that came in the mail, the hospital mail, I always would get packages and packages of toys and uh, cards and uh, like even like a plug or a message, a voice message, a video message that just to keep him going. And uh, to everybody that was interested to know what was going on and to everybody that was interested in how we can make this better, how can we make you feel I want to thank everybody. You know who you are. You know how, what a big impact you did in Oasis journey. If I sit here and name names, I would not end. So everybody that knows the story and everybody that hears this and you know you were part of Oasis journey, from the simplest phone call to the major things, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And may Allah protect every single part of you your loved ones and guide you to the right path mm-hmm. and um um yeah so just please everybody make dua for Oase. whoever hears a story please make dua for Oase to keep him healthy and to protect him from any more harm coming his way and you never know maybe Oase one day he would be your guiding angel mm-hmm. Oh. You never know. You never know. You probably one day meet Oasis and you say, Oh, I think I heard your story. Oh, Inshallah, through this broadcast, God knows. He put me here for a reason yeah, to you. I'm here. Mashallah, maybe, 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 maybe you never know. Maybe this story, you know, somebody's going to hear it. They're going through the same trial. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, yeah, may Allah make this a pact of, mm. for it. Inshallah. Beneficial to everybody. 
inshallah yeah thank you so much for you're coming. welcome Amira. Oh, thank you so, so much Amira. thank, thank you. you so much i'm thank really you, Habib, touched by the story i almost got me crying too yeah, yeah. So well you, so you 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 know a ways and you see yeah, and you went so through cute. this with us mashallah. too thank you and to your family <laughs> mashallah um so yeah thank you so much thank you're you very for coming welcome out. thank you Habibti. thank you Okay, so that is the end of the episode. Alhamdulillah, we've made it through. You've learned about this story. So make sure you share it to anyone you know. Share this story. Share her story, you know. And it can be an inspiration to someone. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. I hope you guys got so much out of this. hope you took so many lessons out of this. And really, like someone said, make dua for her family, you know, make dua for Uwais and Salim and all of them, you know, share her story around. And also, if you want to learn more and understand, you know, more about her story, I'll put a link in the bio of this episode and I'll put it in my um, Instagram story whenever I do post this. And it's an article that came out from... Uh, Riley's hospital and it's an article about Samar and Uwais and just like Salim and that whole story of how you know Uwais she was um she was pregnant with Salim and she gave birth while Uwais was going through cancer and just how they you know they came to the top they just like made it through with Allah's help alhamdulillah alhamdulillah so please go check out that story and sh share it you know it can really help somebody out there you don't know you don't know it can be a sadaqah jari like someone was saying so please please go check that out but yes i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know i did and i will be re-listening to this episode constantly just to get me in the right you know mindset just to help me get shed a couple of tears and make sure i always remember that allah is here for me no matter what he is there for me no matter what and i just need to trust him and i need to just let it go with the flow i just need to let it go and just literally put on submit to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala surrender to him like someone did it so hope you guys enjoyed this thank you so much thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for all the support and for listening to me all the way up to season two subhanallah like i can't even subhanallah like i've made it all the way to season two and none of this could happen without you and of course allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so i thank allah and i thank you guys so much for being there for me you know and just listening and supporting and i hope you continue to do that but i think that is the end of this season alhamdulillah we've made it um I will be taking a break though so like um i'll let you know i'll keep you updated when i'll be back for season three but i need to get some things in order you know season three is gonna come back crazy you know it's gonna be pretty good but it might be a while maybe a month maybe two i don't know but i'll keep y'all updated in the meantime though whenever i do leave and take a break check out my previous episodes you can always check that out if you are you know feeling like you want to listen to me but i'm not there my previous episodes are always there inshallah so go check that out um there's so many episodes there's like 23 because it's 23 there's 23 episodes go any of them if you haven't listened to any of them go check that out uh my podcast is available on spotify anchor apple podcast google podcast amazon music pandora and other platforms any place that you want to listen you know to podcast it's there and it's also i put it in the link of my bio of like my whole podcast there's a link where it has any platform that you want to listen to my podcast from also send me a dm if you guys you know want to let out your feelings if you have any suggestions or you just you know just want to talk and let out your thoughts and you just want to rant i am there for you honestly um i'll still be posting inshallah like on instagram a little here and there because but not like really for the first month because i'm going to be traveling and school and all of that so i will be posting a little bit here and there just you know to keep you all updated but i will try to answer your messages as much as i can but you know even if you want to reach out to someone and you just want to you know just thank her and any of that or just like 
just tell her anything just for the support and any of that even reach out to me dm me on my instagram and i will tell her that i will really tell that okay i will send her a message and i'll say, i'll tell her what y'all told me so please feel free to do that and let me know what you think about this episode hope you guys like really enjoyed this and it really was a big benefit for you as well um my instagram is at underscore peace of mind 99 and that's the same with my tiktok at underscore peace of mind 99 and my twitter is at p underscore o underscore m 99 so go check that out all of that um yeah so go check that out you know and if you really love this podcast and you want to be part of a sadaqajaria please support this podcast you know by paying a little bit monthly you know every month paying a little bit every month you know inshallah that will be such a big sadaqajaria and i would that'd be like because i'd be using that money for this podcast and then you could get you know a little share of this podcast so whoever listens to it then you get that reward inshallah so please support me and support this podcast i think that link yeah that link is in my bio so go check that out as well again from the bottom of my heart thank you so much there are new things coming so stay tuned i will see you in season three